Living Faith International Church welcomes you to Higher Life Broadcast with Bishop Dominic Newlove Alotane, the head pastor of Living Faith International Church. Bishop Dominic is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of God's word. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Get ready to be blessed and inspired with the unadulterated word of God. And now, Bishop Dominic Newlove Alote. God is saying, I'm not concerned about the action. I'm weighing the action by the motive. So if your motive is corrupt, then everything you are doing, you don't care. In other words, if you came here to give for a wrong motive, do you understand? A wrong motive. Everything you are doing, you, even though you gave how much, that's why they, the two of them came to give in church. You remember the story. And the Bible says that one person gave more. And yet Jesus judged the one that gave less righteous than the one that gave more. You know why? It's not because of the amount, but it's because of the condition of the heart. Which means that God is not concerned even about what I'm giving. He's more concerned about the reason or if I did the right thing. Let me explain it further. If my tithe is 20 Ghana and I gave 20 Ghana and if your tithe is 2,000 Ghana and you gave 1,900 Ghana, God judges me who did, who gave 10 or 20 that, that was my right thing that I did than you who gave more. Because God is not concerned about the more. He's concerned about the right, the attitude, and the reason behind what I did. Thank you. You understand? So, so the scale must, must there, there shouldn't be a false balance. They must be equal. What, I, what I'm saying must be equal with what is in my heart. So when I say I love you, Amen. It must come from my heart. If you open my heart, you will see I love you written there. It, there shouldn't be anything else. Can I have amen? Are, are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? It's very important for you to understand that God judges us. By, I, and you know something? God works with your heart. The devil also works with your heart. When the devil wants to destroy you, he starts with your heart. Let's look at the scripture. Let's look at the scripture. John chapter 13, verse 2. John chapter 13, verse number 2. Let's start from verse number 1. Verse number 1. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas. Where did he put? Uh, oh, come on, talk to me. Where did he put it? So, so you see Judas' problem. Judas' problem was not from uh, the hand or the mouth it was from the heart Satan put into his heart to betray Jesus and once the heart took that counsel from Satan it was over whoever have your heart have you whatever have your heart have you you can have the body of a person and you may not have the heart it is not the one who has the body that controls the person. It's the one who has the heart. 
Are, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you following me? Are you with me? So it's very important for you and I to work with our heart and get our heart right with God. Get our heart right with God. Make sure that uh, 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 our decision makings and the things we are doing are from the heart. And what I said, I said it from the heart. I meant it from my heart. I'm not saying one thing and doing something else. No, I'm saying exactly what is in my heart. Can I have a man? Are, are, you, are you getting me? Can I have a man? I'm not hearing you. Can I have a man? Amen. 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 Jesus said, let's go to John chapter, um, uh, Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7, verse 18. And when he has said unto them, Are ye also without understanding also? Do ye not, do ye, do ye not perceive that who, whatsoever thing from without entered into the man, it cannot defy him? Because it entered not into the heart, but into the belly and goeth out into the drought and purging all meat. You see, so, so, so you know, a lot of people have problem eating pigs. Or pork, eh? Is it pork? And they say that oh, it's the devil's food. That if you eat pork, you know you are defiled. You are defiled eating pork. This scripture tells you that what they are saying is not true. Because Jesus said it is not what goes inside you that defies you. Tell me, can you give me a menu. Verse twenty, and he said that we cometh out of man that defied the man, for from within, out of the heart of man proceed evil thoughts is that in your scriptures adulteries fornications murders thefts covetousness wickedness deceit lasciviousness an evil eye that's witchcraft blasphemy pride foolishness and all these evil things come out from within and it defies so what defies you is what is coming out of you what defies you and, and what is coming out of you is what you have deposited inside you. You can never be one thing. You see, who you are is who you are on the inside. A man's life does not consist of the abundance of things he possesses. It is not the things you have that makes you who you are. It is not the house I have, the car I have. It is not the physical things that makes me who I am. Who I am is who I am on the inside. Do I have an amen in the house? Are, are you following me so far? Are you here with me? Okay. Uh, Proverbs uh, uh, Psalm 24. The F is the loss, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he have founded them uh, upon the seas and established it upon the flowers. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? He that have clean hands and a pure heart who have not lifted up his soul into vanity. Okay? So, so he says that the one that stands before God is the one with the pure heart. Blessed are those, uh, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You can take that scripture and insert that scripture here. It's the same. Even though there are dispensations and generations and thousands of years apart, but whatever Jesus said is the same thing David was saying in Psalm 24. Purity of the heart, you shall see God. So why are you not working on your heart? Why are you not purging your heart? 
Why are you not fixing your heart? Why are you spending time on your body? Taking care of your physical being. And not taking care of your, 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 your heart, your soul, and your spirit. That is of a great price. Say amen. Pure heart is a faithful heart. It's a loyal heart. It's a clean heart. It's a heart full of integrity. It's a heart of honesty. It's a right heart. It's a right heart. A pure heart is a humble heart. A pure spirit is a humble spirit. A pure spirit is a contrite spirit. We'll talk about that next week. Contriteness of the spirit. Second Chronicles chapter 26. Let's, let's, let's read this right. Let's go through this very fast. Amen. Let's go through this very, very fast. Let's go through this very, very fast. Okay, then all the people, all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of his father, Amaziah. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah. After that, he, he, his king, his, his, uh, after that, the king has slept with his fathers. 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign. And he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Jecoliah of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Amaziah has done. This boy was 16 years and he became king. Let me tell you something. No matter how young you are, if you, 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 you keep your heart clean, and you give your heart to God at a very tender age God will make you live like an adult God will cause you to live with adults God will give you a wisdom above adults God will give you the, the, the wisdom that adults cannot challenge if your heart is clean God will work with your heart God will work with your heart let me tell you, I was 22 years old when I started pastoring a church. I was 22 years. On our church board, I was the youngest and the least educated and I was the head of the church. Heart. The older people surrounded me and helped me because my heart is right. They saw through me and they realized that here is a young boy that God has called that we need to protect. My heart was clean. Come on, am I talking to somebody here? You see the problem we are, most of us are carried with gifts. We don't, we don't get our heart ready for God to use. This boy was 16 years old. He became king at 16 and he ruled Judah for, uh, for, for 52 years. Let's read the scriptures. Give me the scriptures where we got to. I want you to look at how you can be doing very well. You can be doing very well. And like Judas, eh, Satan, you will allow Satan to step into your heart for some reason and corrupt you. Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh, I mean, ooh, you are doing well. You are, that's how a lot of people start to. They are doing well. You pick people from nowhere. You start helping them. You start training them. They are doing very well. Then along the line, they get corrupted. Sometimes with money. Sometimes with arrogance and pride. Sometimes with women issues. 
they get corrupted and then by the time you realize they are not the kind of people you can work with anymore that's 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 some of the things we have we go through in Ghana all the time he's not waiting for his time he wants to be like you overnight and he saw God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God and as long as he saw the Lord God made him to prosper look at it let's all read that scripture together verse 5 verse 5 let's all read it let's go and he saw God in the days of who? Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he saw the Lord, God made him to prosper. You are seeking prosperity. You are not seeking God. You want to prosper. That's why people can do anything. In Africa here, people can kill other people to make money. Because we are not seeking God. But me, I can tell you that God prospers. God will prosper you. I'm not. I say God will prosper you. Hey, God, listen. He can turn your. He can turn your destiny around like this. Just a shift overnight. You see, everything about you have changed. May you experience that in your life. I'm not. I say may you experience that in your life. Come on, lift up your voice and shout, Amen. This young man sought God in the days of Zachariah, and Zachariah had understanding. I was teaching some pastors today. And they said to me, uh, Daddy, um, uh, give us what are the most important uh, things you need to know about the word of God. I said, no. I said, I can't tell you any particular subject. But what I can tell you is that, number one, get knowledge. Number two, have revelation of the knowledge. Have revelation of what you are hearing. Number three, have understanding. Because if you don't have understanding, everything you are hear me, hearing me talk will be just mind. You go out, you can quote scriptures. I know a, young, a lot of young people who can quote scriptures, but it doesn't work for them. You need to have revelation of what I'm teaching. Now out of the revelation, you need understanding. When you get understanding, that's when, that's when doing whatever you heard becomes very easy. You, you quickly when you quickly understand things, you, you, you know, people who understand mathematics, when you wake them up and you put the equation on the board, they go like this. Oh, X, 2X plus. Give me coffee. Okay, then, then quickly, they start putting, because they understand. If you bring somebody who don't understand, you'll be standing there. Look, <laughs> for one hour, you'll be standing there. Come on, say amen. Are you That's our problem. Our problem is we are hearing a lot, but we don't have understanding. But you can never have understanding without having revelation. Revelation is, is something from the spirit. If your, your human spirit is not, is not active enough, you cannot have revelation from the word of God. See, that's where you can be hearing God's word from a man of God, from anybody, and then out of the word of God you are hearing, you start having revelation. Uh, you start building your own revelation from the knowledge you are hearing, and out of that revelation, you start having understanding. Let's move on with this scripture. And verse 6, And he went forth, 
and war against the Philistines and break down the wall of Gath and the wall of Jatna and the wall of Ashdod and build cities around about Ashdod and among the Philistines. Verse 7. And God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians that dwell in Gabar and the, and the Humanims. God helped him. Turn to your neighbor and say, God will help you. Oh, I'm not hearing. Turn to your neighbor. Say it well. Say it again. Say, God will help you. If God doesn't help you, you are in trouble. If God is not helping you, me, I'm standing here by the help of God. I'm standing here. May the Lord help you. Why? I'm not. I say, may the Lord help you. God will help you. Listen, it's better for God to help you than your mother helping you. It's better to help you than MPP helping you or NDC helping you. Come on, say amen. May the Lord help you. I will lift up my eyes onto the hills, for that is where my help, my help, may your help come from God. Come on, say amen. I'm not hearing you. I said, may your help come from God. Listen, your help is not coming from me. Your help must come from God. Now, sit down, sit down. This is the reason why you must have your heart right. Because God is working with your heart. So if your heart is not right, how can God help you? Because God doesn't help wrong people. Verse 8. And the Ammonites gave gift to Uzziah, and his name spread abroad, even unto the entering in of Egypt. For he strengthened himself exceedingly. There are only three kings. Everybody watch me. In the Bible, whose fame reached all the way to Egypt. Number one was David. Number two was Solomon. Number three was King Uzziah. Apart from these three, nobody's fame among the Israelites, their fame entered into Egypt. That is, their fame came into Africa. Africans heard of these kings. That's where from sub-Sahara Africa, Ethiopia and all of them, they all started traveling into Israel because of these people. They were powerful. They were powerful. Look at what the man did. Moreover, uh, Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate and at the valley gate and at the entry in of the wall and fortified them. Verse 10. Let's go, let's go. And he also built towers in the desert and dig many wells for he had much cattle both in the low country and in the plain. Husband my men also and vineyard. Moreover, Uzziah had hosts of fighting men that went out to war by bands according to the number of the account by the hand of Jael, the scribe and Messiah, the, the ruler under the hand of Mahaniah, one of the king's captains. Yes, let's go. And the whole number of the chief of the fathers of the mighty men of Velo were 2,600. Yes, let's go. And under their hand was an army of uh, 300,000 and 7,500 that made war with mighty power to help the king against his enemies. He has helped from all angles. And Uzziah prepared for them throughout all the hosts of the host, shields and spears and helmets and having guns and bows and slings to cast stones. Yes, and he made uh, in Jerusalem engines. This was the first person who, who made this, uh, what do we call it? This, these cannons, you know the cannons, where you put a cannonball in it and shoot. This was the man that invented it. Uzziah. Uzziah was the one. God gave him in, in, in some kind of wisdom that was above his age. 16-year-old boy. That tells me that it doesn't matter your age. 
God is not concerned about your age. He's a concern about your heart. Look at it. And he made him engines and invented cunning men to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones with that. And, he, and his name spread far abroad for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. He was marvelously helped. Look at it too. Until he became strong. Some of you, God will help you. Ah, then when you get to a certain level, you become stupid. With Jimmy. You see some Monica cry. Pastor teach me. Verse 16. But when he was strong, look at it. God has helped him. Along the line, Satan stepped into his heart. And Satan corrupted him. That's what happens to us. That's why it is not the people who start. It's the people that ends. It's not the people who start. Come on, put your hands together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I started preaching this gospel from 1982. 1982. How old were you? Were you born? You were not born. How old were you? You weren't 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 born. As for you, you were not near. Cry. From 1982. So, what has kept me preaching the gospel from 1982 up to today? The heart. You know how many people I met in New York when I went to New York? Pastors! I used to go and sit at the back of the church and I watched and I said, hey, when will I have a church like this? Today, I look back and all of them have disappeared in, in New York. All of them have disappeared. Come on, put your hand. Put your hand. All of them have disappeared. All of them. Because, because corruption of their heart started robbing people, started taking people's money, started messing up with people and they lost, they lost everything. They lost the building. They lost everything. Be careful when God prospers you. Be careful when you see a little success. Be careful when God starts opening doors for you. You know what I tell people? I said, the better I become, the more humble I need to be. His heart was lifted up to his own destruction. You see, you see where your problem is? When you became a little better, your heart was lifted up. You give a young man chance in church. You train him up. You pray for him. He start laying hands on people. They started falling on, on, on they start they start falling down. They take that to be an anointing. They go, they want to go and start a church. I mean, you help this person a little bit. They they have a foot to stand on. You buy a Kia truck for them. They had start start jumping out. I mean, you you put a little help. You I, 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 I mean, you don't you understand? His heart was lifted up. To his own destruction. So you realize that when, you're, when you are going to get destroyed, it's going to start from the way your heart is. Corruption. Corruption. You destroy yourself just like that. Me, the way you see me is the way I am. The way you see me. Simple, down to earth. That's the way I am. 
very unassuming. That's the way I have been like this since I was 12 years, 13 years. People who knew me then, the way I, this is the way I talk. Eh? Chris, I dedicated you. I dedicated your brother. I poured oil on you and prayed for you in my hands. You grew up. You saw me. This is the way I have been. The way I talk. When I get angry, you know I'm angry. When I don't like it, you know I don't like it. When I'm frustrated, you know I'm frustrated. You know I don't like lazy people around me. You know, you know all that. This is the way. Have I changed? This is the way I am. No matter where God takes me. No matter where God places me. No matter where God will lift me. No matter the sources I will see. No matter the prosperity I will see. No matter the, the blessing that will come into my hand. No matter what it is. My heart is the same. I don't want my heart to be lifted up. Because one thing God cannot stand is a corrupt heart. What did this man, what did he do? For he transgressed against the law of his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. Verse 17. And, Azar, and Azariah, the priest, went in after him and with him four score priests, four score priests, 80 people. So 81 of them that were valiant men, priests. Yes, verse 18. And the Bible says, And they withstood Uzziah, the king, and said to him, It, it appeared, it appeared, it appeared not unto thee, Uzziah, to burn incense unto the Lord, but to the priests, the sons of Aaron, that are, that are consecrated to burn the incense, go out of the sanctuary, for thou have transgressed, neither shall it be for thy honor from the Lord God. Yes, and the Bible says, Uzziah was rough and had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was rough with the priest, leprosy even rose up on his forehead before the priest in the house of the Lord beside the incense altar. And the Bible said in verse 20, And Azariah, the chief priest, and all the priests look upon him, and behold, he has become leprous on his forehead. And they drove him off. He said, get out of here, because you are defiling the temple. And they, he went to a place where lepers stay from the king to leprosy because the heart was corrupted. Let me say it again. From the king to leprosy. From the king to leprosy because of corruption of the heart. Sometimes I see, I see pastors in Ghana eh, and my heart I see the arrogance. I see the pride. I see how some of these pastors talk to other young pastors who are coming up and my heart breaks. As if they have never been young before. Leprosy. Church, get your heart right. Get your heart right. Don't do what you are not qualified for. Whatever you are not qualified for, you don't have the grace for it. You see what I'm doing here is graceful. Let, let me tell you, if you stand where I'm standing, in a day, you die. Grace. It is grace that keeps you wherever God sends you. He gives you grace and protection. So don't envy people. 
Envy is a product of a corrupt heart. Don't hate people. Hatred is a product of a corrupt heart. Don't get bitter because bitterness is a corruption of the heart. Don't allow unforgiveness to stay in your heart because unforgiveness is a product of a corrupt heart. Don't listen to gossip about other people because the one who is talking to you, heart is corrupt. And what he's doing is to also corrupt you and, and have you to be like him. Number one, remember where God picked you from. If you want to keep a clean heart, a pure heart, always remember where God picked you from. Number two, remember the people who helped you when you were at your lowest bottom in life. Remember, have the, the audacity to be able to speak about them publicly, about what they did for you. Don't get to a certain place and then, and then you don't care about the people who helped you. Don't do that. When your heart is pure, it is very easy to correct you. Very, very easy to correct you. And you are easy. I mean, you easily accept your mistakes and your fault. Ask for forgiveness and move away. People whose hearts are corrupt, eh, you can't talk to them. As a matter of fact, you are even afraid to tell them you are going left. Please. Let's go right. Your heart is corrupt. Your heart is corrupt. Number four, you are always blaming others for your mistakes. You will never take responsibility for your own actions. Your heart is corrupt. Number five, you don't fight for what is not yours. If your heart is not corrupt, you will never envy anybody and fight for anything that doesn't belong to you. You will never be envious. In Jesus' name, let's say amen. Bishop Dominic Nilav Alute, I approve of this message. Thank you for listening to Higher Life Broadcast with Bishop Dominic Newlove Alute, the head pastor of Living Faith International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. We believe you have been blessed, inspired, and encouraged. You are invited to worship with us on Wednesdays, Success in Life Teaching Service, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and Sundays, Celebration Service, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate Living Faith International Church, Rima House, at a Shalibutre Old Town last stop. For more details or prayer and counseling, please contact 0501-550-756-0561-291-565 and 0244-780-205. Remain under the blessings of God. Living Faith International Church. Living by faith. Dominating your world.